Welcome to another edition of What's Next in Dentistry. I'm Dr. Mark Sivers, joining you from Boston. Thanks for being part of this podcast. We're grateful to the sponsorship of LATA and all that they do for dentistry. Check them out at www.lata.com and see how they can benefit you. LATA, better results, experiences, and return on investment. In today's episode, we'd like to talk about an article in the Harvard Business Review. This is an article that I was exposed to for the first time back in the early 2000s by a dear friend of mine, Professor Kent Bowen at the Harvard Business School. Kent had spent the last 20, 30 years prior to that article with Toyota, learning from them, and he went and saw an eye surgeon that had adopted Toyota and written about his experience seeing how this eye surgeon had made improvements to his staff, to his patients, to his results, to his revenues. Just about everything was impacted by the Toyota production system in this eye surgeon's office. His name is Brad Shingleton. You can find the article in the Harvard Business Review. It's entitled Ophthalmic Consultants of Boston, Bradford J. Shingleton. So one of the premises of this article is the fact that Toyota has an opinion on just about everything if it gets a chance to go in and observe what's going on and see the problems that are happening when they're happening. And so that's what Dr. Shingleton did when he took the Toyota production system into his practice. And what he looked at is, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And is there a way to do it better? I did the same thing in my practice back in 2008, and I saw similar results. And some of the things that Dr. Shingleton did seemed very bizarre to me at the beginning, but as I started implementing them and started applying the Toyota production system to my practice, sure enough, it was an enormous help and really brought me to the next level and gave me insights into what we did as dentists that I had never seen or heard elsewhere. So I'm grateful to share this with you and I'll go back and forth between Dr. Shingleson's eye surgery practice and my dental practice and hopefully you'll get a glimpse into how this can benefit you. The most important thing to remember is that this has been done by many other dentists. On average, we've seen a 54.8% increase in revenues And I have seen very few things that have impacted dentistry uh, so powerfully as this. But most importantly, what we've seen is that team members, that is dentists, hygienists, assistants, you name it in our profession, go home with a lot more energy, with a lot more satisfaction. And I was really skeptical about this until I got the first phone call from the husband of one of our employees. And he said, Dr. Sivers, I don't know what you're doing at the office, but whatever it is, it's great. So please keep it up and please keep doing it. And I said, well, what are you referring to? And he says, my wife is so much happier. She has a lot more energy and she loves going to work because she's learning and doing things and just having great experiences. So that was the first insight for me into, wow, this is something very different because um, maybe you guys are getting phone calls from the spouses of your team members, um, but I wasn't getting those beforehand. So one of the things that I noticed when I went into Dr. Shingleton's practice, there was a little square that had been made on the floor with this tape, and the foot pedal went right in the middle of the square. This meant that every time that Dr. Shingleton rolled up his chair to do the surgery on his patient, he knew exactly where the foot pedal was. Well, just seeing that made me realize Wow, this whole process has been standardized. 
and everybody knows where everything goes, and it goes in the same place time after time after time. The same, the same thing occurred when Dr. Shingleton started the surgery on the patient. He walked into the room, pulled up his chair, said time out, and then looked on the board, and on the board was written the eye that was going to be operated on, the type of lens that was going to be operated on, and I remember him putting his hand on the shoulder of the patient and saying, Mrs. Jones, this room has been set up perfectly for you. Thank you, team, for having done that. And then Mrs. Jones and everybody on the team just want to make sure that we're going to be working on the right eye and we're going to be putting in whatever type of lens was indicated. The team would nod their head and say yes. The patient would nod his or her head and say yes. And Dr. Shingleton then knew that everybody was in agreement that they were working on the right eye, they were using the right lens, and he could go ahead and get started. That made me think to myself, wow, there are some steps that he's included here to make sure that nothing ever goes wrong. And sure enough, time after time, surgery after surgery, day after day, he would do hundreds and thousands of these without making an error and always knowing that he's putting the right lens in, but most importantly, getting the written consent ahead of the procedure from the patient, but also getting the oral consent from the patient, and most importantly, getting the consent of his staff that indeed he was doing the right eye. This is one of the things that I realize, standardized work, making sure that there's a check system so that you're doing the right work, and then after the procedure was done, Dr. Shingleton would put his hand on the shoulder of the patient and say, Mrs. Jones, everything went perfectly. And that way, Mrs. Jones knew very clearly that all went well, she was good to go, or he was good to go, and that the doctor was pleased with what happened. Now, was every surgery the same? No. Was the result identical on every procedure? No. Was everything done, quote-unquote, textbook perfect? No. Were there complications? Absolutely. But what was clear to the patient is that the doctor had done all that he could do, and the patient wasn't going to hold the doctor legally responsible for having said the procedure went perfect, but the message was very clear, very concise, and very easy to remember. My surgery went perfectly. And so interestingly, the complication rates after surgery were very low because Dr. Shingleton had said at the beginning, this surgery center or this operatory or this treatment room, call it what you will, has been set up perfectly. And dentists, or at least in my office, um, we don't typically say that. And maybe you're saying that all the time in your office, but uh, it was certainly new for me. And at the end of the procedure, the patient knew that the doctor was very happy, everything went well, and that the procedure went perfectly. Now, there were times when there were complications, and there were times when Dr. Shingleton did not say everything went perfectly. But just about every surgery, he would say things went perfectly, and the patients would leave very happy. I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that you begin to get some insights. I hope that you'll read that article, and we'll talk more in future editions of what's next in dentistry about the Toyota production system, how it's influenced my practice, how it influenced Dr. Shingleton's practice, and how it's influenced hundreds and thousands of dental offices in the United States, and how it can influence yours. Thanks for joining the show. 
Look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.